After stepping outside of the plank house, Benny blinked in the bright light. She looked up into the sky, and the branches of many trees reached out across the blue expanse. The branches looked like fingers stretching out, nearly touching each other. The younger children, Swift Eagle and Pretty Leaf, galloped towards their camper. They looked back to see if she was following, and Benny looked back at Sarah and beckoned her to gallop, too. Benny had always imagined that she had an invisible friend, but it wasn't a person like other kids had. She always pretended that she had a horse. She even suggested that her dad get one. After her parents got divorced, Benny spent a lot of time with her dad. Her dad and her would get very silly running up and down hills together on their imaginary horses. Mine is chestnut colored, her dad said one day after a good run. Mine is midnight black with a white star on its forehead, Benny said. Ever since then, Benny kept imagining herself on that horse whenever she wanted to run extra fast or when she needed company. She was riding that horse now, following Black Beaver's children as they zoomed around trees and up and down slopes on their way back to the camper. It was a short trek, and they all screeched to a halt when they got to the vehicles. The adults meandered in slowly, talking, murmuring, and laughing. They gathered around the fire pit when Black Beaver winked at his children. Pretty Leaf ran inside the camper and quickly retrieved a small hatchet. Swift Eagle ran to gather the kindling. Pretty Leaf wedged the larger pieces of wood between two rocks and split them expertly with her little hatchet. The children worked together as a team to get a large pile of kindling and tinder together. Then they stacked the wood up in the fire pit. Black Beaver struck a match, and they had a small but growing fire going. Thank you, children, Black Beaver said. Everyone stepped closer to the fire to warm their hands. What did you think of the plank house? asked Black Beaver of his visitors. It is the coolest house that I've ever been inside, said Sarah. It was fun to use the ladder to get inside and out. At this, Black Beaver's children cheered. It is like the bunk bed that we have at home, they said. I love the smell of the wood, Benny smiled and inhaled the fresh forest air. The cedar tree is a very special building material. Black Beaver explained. It is a gift from Mother Earth. The smell of the wood is nice to us, but keeps pests away and keeps the wood from rotting. Other types of wood would get, e get easily moldy and rot in our humid and wet coastal biome, but not the cedar tree. Just then, a large raindrop splashed onto Benny's nose. She looked up and wondered at the trees above her. Are there any cedar trees growing here? she asked. There are, there are, Swift Eagle called. He ran to a nearby evergreen tree with heavy but outstretched branches. You can tell it is a cedar tree because the branches hang like the wings of an eagle. He squinted his eyes at the group, stretched out his arms wide and flapped them. With a loud call, he zoomed to another tree. Here's one, he called. Sarah ran over to it. She pulled at the branches. Check it out, Benny. She sniffed the evergreen needles. Mm, this is the smell I was smelling inside the plank house. Benny ran over, too. She tugged at the branches and carefully plucked some of the needles. Sarah ran over to her mom. This smells so familiar. Yeah, we have cedar essential oils at home in the diffuser, Lucy laughed. One of my favorites. The cedar tree is an amazing gift indeed, Black Beaver explained. The Chinook people, as well as many other indigenous peoples along the Pacific coast, crafted useful items with it, like dugout canoes, boxes, 
furniture, fishing rods, bows and arrows, baskets, and other tools. The Salish people, in fact, they're from north of here, have a creation story about the cedar tree. Co-Salish peoples explain the origins of cedar. According to the story, there once lived a good man who was always giving away his belongings and food to others. The great spirit recognized the man's kindness and declared that once the man dies, a red cedar tree will grow where he is buried, and the tree will continue to help the people. The group murmured with appreciation for the story, for the cedar tree, and for what they had seen. Well, Black Beaver clapped his hands together. My visitors, you are my gift today, and you must be getting hungry. I have something else to share with you. He went into the camper and brought out some small bags. He gave them to Pretty Leaf and Swift Eagle. The children passed out the bags to each visitor and then shared one between themselves. I smoked the salmon on a cedar plank earlier this year. It gives the salmon meat flavor and aroma. As you know, the salmon are a gift from Mother Earth, too. It is an important food for the Chinook. We eat salmon almost all year long if we can. I want to share this gift with you, too. The group grew quiet and chewed and murmured their appreciation. They chatted and laughed until the stars came out. Then it was time for Benny's family to go home, and agreements were made for Benny's family to return the favor. When the car headed slowly down the dark lane, Benny and Sarah waved to Pretty Leaf, Swift Eagle and Black Bear, until they were out of sight. Benny then sat deeper into her seat and closed her eyes with the memory of the smoked salmon and cedar wrapped around her like a cozy blanket.